listener. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday the 29th of October. Today, Quentin de Kock drops an apology and an explanation for his T20 World Cup walkout. The NBA goes giddy for Aussie Josh Giddy, and a very big weekend of thoroughbred racing awaits. But first... Australia's perfect start to the T20 World Cup has continued. After scoring an unconvincing win over South Africa to kick off the tournament, the Aussies were far more in control, defeating Sri Lanka, winning by seven wickets with three overs to spare. Oh, beautifully. What a great response from Stark. That is superb. Just what you want. Amazing. Such drama in the first three balls. Yeah, great six. And then Starkey coming back with a... 90 mile per hour Yorker. But while the result was exactly what coach Justin Langer was after, there was one particular element to the win that would have put a huge smile on the coach's face. If you're constantly just practicing on those slow wickets, you come out to the middle and face another 150, it's it's very difficult to adjust. So it was just more about getting my, my feet dancing again. David Warner, who had looked anything but convincing at the top of the order recently, made something of a declaration in the lead up to this game, having spent time practicing on cement pitches in an attempt to rediscover his dancing feet. And guess what? Fifty up and a fine half century for David Warner. His last half century was back in April in T20 cricket in the IPL. Warner was back to his rug-cutting best as he top-scored for the Aussies with 65 runs from 42 deliveries. His opening partner, Captain Aaron Finch, also tripped the light fantastic, scoring 37 from 23, before Steve Smith and Marcus Stoinis guided the Aussies home. The win leaves Australia sitting second in their group behind England, where they'll take on in the early hours of Sunday morning. And of course, if you've missed anything so far, you can catch up on all the action with KO Minis. <laughs> Down to four, it's down to three, and the rookie hits it. Josh Giddy. The basketball world is starting to go a little giddy for Aussie Josh Giddy. Here's the rookie. Giddy from Melbourne, Australia. The Wizard of Oz. He scores, count it, and a foul. The number six draft pick, Josh Giddy, played a starring role in the Oklahoma City Thunder's first win of the NBA season over the Los Angeles Lakers. The Thunder trailed by as much as 26 points, but through Giddy and star teammate Shea Gildress Alexander, the Thunder managed to peg back the deficit before claiming the win. Lakers will bring it in, and the game is over. Giddy finished the game with 18 points and 10 assists, breaking some records in the process. Tonight you became the youngest player in Thunder history with the 10-assist game. Uh, the other night you became the youngest with the 15-5-5 game and just second youngest in NBA history with both of those numbers. At 19 years of age, Giddy is the third youngest player in the NBA's history to record 10 assists in the one game. And the only person ahead of him on that list who did it twice at a younger age, he's had an okay career. LeBron drives in, oh my! A ferocious slam on Millsap! Did you see LeBron? He jumped right out of the building. He looked like Superman. Look, I know we're only in the very early stages of his career, but if Josh Giddy keeps on featuring on lists with LeBron James, Ben Simmons might have some company on the list of Aussies who've been made All-Stars. <laughs> South African cricketer Quentin de Kock is sorry. I'm sorry. So sorry. 
de Kock, who withdrew from South Africa's T20 World Cup clash with the West Indies on Tuesday after his country's governing cricket board issued a directive that players must take a knee in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, has issued a written apology and, more importantly, an explanation for his behaviour. Explain yourself. De Kock began by apologising to his teammates and the fans back in South Africa and stated that if him taking a knee helps to educate others and make the lives of others better, he'd be happy to do it. De Kock went on to explain that his stepmother is black and his half-sisters are coloured and that, for him, black lives have mattered since he was born, not just since the BLM movement gave momentum. I'm listening. De Kock explained that he felt his rights were taken away by the South African Cricket Board when taking the knee was made mandatory, which is why he withdrew from the game. And he makes a more than reasonable point in his apology when he says it would have been better for everyone concerned if they had sorted this out before the tournament started. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock! De Kock finished his apology by giving particular thanks to the team captain, Temba Bavuna, and said that if Temba and the team will have him, he'd love nothing more than to play cricket for his country again. Apology accepted, Captain. Well, with a must-win game against Sri Lanka this weekend, we'll wait to see if De Kock is welcome back. If you're a fan of the ponies, tomorrow is a very, very big day. Ready for the derby, and they're racing. And Sikorsky from barrier number five, one of the better ones away. You can't turn your head without hitting a Group 1 race this weekend, with a couple of big race meetings at Flemington in Melbourne and Rose Hill in Sydney. But the two headline races this weekend are the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill... Eagle! ...and Australia's oldest feature race, the Victoria Derby at Flemington. In the derby, the two clear favourites are Forgot You and Gunstock. While in the Golden Eagle, I'm Thunderstruck. We'll jump the favourite. And that is your fast, fun week-ending hit of sport for Friday the 29th of October. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend. Catch you Monday for another edition of The Scorecard. Listener.